trickle fun. It's time for part three of the power. And welcome to episode 174, part three of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. You sure? <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> I didn't want to say three, three over and over again. You know, I, was, I knew it's four, so. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, I was like, are you really a part 174? <laughs> part three? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes you, are, you are correct, sir. All right. All right. Uh, hi, welcome back. Um, or welcome, if you decide to be different, listen to part three at some part some people just want to learn the news and some people uh-huh. just want the fluff <laughs> <laughs> some people just down a little listen to the intro go i listen to it live they don't have any bonus stuff ah, okay no you know <laughs> um so yeah so i mean obviously part three we bring you the news yeah uh we do a little star wars talk because it wouldn't be a gangsters without some star wars talk <laughs> um <laughs> what else do we talk about uh, we also talked about uh, another actor being in Triple X Three. That's right. Yes. Um, we also talked about. It's like, oh, uh, what did we talk about? DC coming up with new comic book from an old series of cartoons. Oh, uh, that's right. We did do that. Yes. <laughs> yes, we did do that. Yes. All right. Well, yeah. So I guess uh, you know, sit back and uh, relax. And for those people who have not heard, who listen to the live podcast, you're listening to the de- the the live show and are now listening to the podcast bonus article at the end what what, what? <laughs> two white dudes <laughs> what what we'll be back and we're back you're listening to geeksters live on aquanetradio.com itunes radio tune in and iheart radio just search for aquanet radio and those apps all right and it is time for the news here we go kids all right strap in all right, let's start off with, um, uh, I got all these papers here, I'm going to flip through real quick, but I'm going to start with this one, actually. Harrison Ford. Uh, yeah? He is going to do a TV special. Okay, what about? <laughs> he is going to talk about the Disney World and Disneyland theme park of Star Wars Land. Wow! Coming out, Yes. So, February 21st, Sunday night, it's the 60th anniversary of, uh, um, you know, Wonderful World of Disney. That uh, They used to have a show okay, every yeah. Sunday and night they, that showcased... They actually brought that back with Dick, uh, Dick Van, Van Dyke, Dyke, yes. Which I thought was an odd choice. Really? Yeah, because if you're trying to recapture that studio, that audience... Yes. Why would you pick a guy who hasn't been, I hate to say it, relevant... To the 18 to 34 crowd. Well, I mean, I, I think it goes along the lines of when, uh, you know, like he was a big deal in terms of Mary he was Poppins. A, he was a huge deal. Don't get me wrong. He was in a shit ton of Disney movies. Yes. You know, but I'm saying like if you're going to try to, I mean, it's not, he'll never replace Walt Disney when Walt Disney did it. Yes. I mean, and he's also in his 90s. <laughs> Yes. So it's like, okay, God forbid something happened. Because, like, let's face it, 2016 has been the year of death for famous people. Yes. Like, big, most, for the big, 
I mean, yeah, sure, a lot of people died over the past year or two, but the really big people, like our, our, like Abe Vigoda died, <laughs> finally, but he was 94. Yes. Like this was after Bowie and after Rickman and after Glenn Fry and after Lemmy. It's like 2016 has been a sucky year for famous people. Yes. You know, so you have Dick Van Dyke doing this show. He could be three episodes in, and all of a sudden, God forbid, something happens to him, and he's gone. Well, it's only a one-off for, for, for that episode. That, that... Well, he already, they already aired it. I thought it was yeah. going to be a weekly thing. Yeah, like, but I mean, like they, they, they always try to bring, bring it back, because like, every Sunday they would do like a movie, right, right. Like an old Disney classic movie. They would play it or that kind of thing, and that's what they were doing for a while. And then like, I think with other things going on for Disney, because, I mean, they, they own ABC, and they, right. you know, so well, yeah. So you get Once Upon a Time on Sunday, yeah. which is really popular Yeah, show. which is the reason why Age of the Shield's on 6, which is why Marvel had that uh, Captain America special. Special, exactly. Yeah, I, I totally get the ABC-Disney connection. Yes. I just thought it was weird to pick Dick Van Dyke to be hosting this show. Well, I think it was because also it was the, uh, if they were doing uh, Mary Poppins was uh, oh, as the movie, okay. so that's why, you know. Gotcha, all right. And Julie Andrews said no. Well, yeah. <laughs> She's like, no, get the nah, other guy. No, nah, get, get Dick Van Dyke. See if he's still, still, see if he's still alive. Yeah. Um, okay, so Harrison Ford's going to be, you know, talking about what to expect. Expect, like, the experience, you know, you're going to, some of the things they were kind of giving you a, a little bit of, you're going to see the original Star Wars cantina. Uh, you know, it's going to be there, so you're going to see all the aliens that right. they're going to have in the, in the you right, know. The band playing. Exactly. I just want to walk in and have someone go, we don't serve your kind here. <laughs> that would be, be, be phenomenal. <laughs> but they also have, uh, uh, apparently, there's going to be a Millennium Falcon, which you'll be able to fly. I know. <laughs> Imagine the line on that thing. I don't uh, care. <laughs> I don't care. I, 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 it's supposed to open what? 20, it's supposed to be 2017? Uh, well, they, they're breaking ground this year. So right. that's, they, they haven't even started building this. Right. Uh, this is all going to be Harrison Ford going, you know what you're going to see? You're going to see all this. Yes. So that way, you know, Disney is now putting it on, on film. This is what to expect. So they better fucking deliver. Yes. And I, I think they, I think they do, you know, I think so as, too, as, as a, as a park, you know, <clears> they, <throat> they do. I mean, D23, uh, uh, fans or, or members of D23 had an expo last year where they have already got a sneak peek of what it was right. going to look like and the idea. So of, now it's like for the general public. Well, like, right. Yeah. Like, like, let's get everybody involved. Yes. Not just the, the people that pay um, money to go see these I, things. I, I don't care if it takes me three hours to walk on that Millennium Falcon, I'm going to fucking wait through fucking hours. I haven't been to Disney World in in, in ages. Um, it'll probably be let's see. It'll be uh, I, almost twenty years since I've been to Disney. Wow! Last it's, time I was there I was eighteen. Yeah, twenty eight. Yeah, I mean that's changed a lot since you've been there. I I'm mean, sure there's a lot more parks. There's a lot more. Uh, you know, I mean they, they have their own busing service. Let's put it that way. They have their own fire department. Right. They have their own security, you know, their own police, you know, there. <laughs> Freeze. <laughs> you know, it's funny because, you know, I, I saw an article uh, a few weeks ago about it. Like, you know, like, don't steal in Disney because there's cameras everywhere. Well, yeah. Where this kid was in a trip, like a school trip, and he yeah. took a little, uh, uh, like a, a keychain. Yeah, yeah, a little chashki. I, I think it was a keychain, but I whatever. Was whatever. And he thought he got away with it. 
But he got out, and there were like people, people like, waiting for him. People waiting for him. But the thing is, is that they weren't like dressed in security uniforms. Normal people. They were like normal people, like they were like park goers, like everybody uh, else, like undercover agents. And they showed their badges, you know, and they they right. they, they carted them off to a. Okay, you're gonna go to prison. Let's go. <laughs> it's, it, but don't worry about it. It's Disney prison. <laughs> You know, Goofy's the guard, so I'm sure you could probably mind trick him out of it. You know, so you just gotta—it's basically a glorified timeout. Yeah, because <laughs> sometimes you, you go in these stores. I mean, like, and it's busy. Yeah, like you think you could have this opportunity because a lot of their a lot of their items are at the edge of yeah, the they're, store. They're all you just walk by, reach out, and grab, grab something, something keep, keep going. going, and you think you can get away with it, but it's like no, no apparently not. Disney sees all. Jay, they see the it all. The great eye of Disney. <laughs> it's on top of the on top of that Cinder, that Cinderella castle or Sleep Beauty's castle. Yes. is the eye of Mordor. <laughs> yeah, it's just visible, and it just circles around, just going. I'm watching each and every one of you. Yes. And the moment you swipe something, somebody somewhere has been being notified, and you're like, "Oh, this is gonna be sucked," you know. And then you, know, you walk out, and there's cops. You know, like, Psst, come here. Yeah, you know, we so. saw what you did. You know, son of a bitch, did you enjoy your park? Yeah, you're never coming back. There's <laughs> <laughs> probably like a list of wanted posters, like all spaces, <laughs> you know, out of there. If you see this man, grab him. <laughs> Uh, last so, but, scene, last scene wearing a goofy hat. <laughs> <laughs> but they said that they're going to have like uh, robots walking around. You obviously droids uh, okay. walking around the, 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 that area. We do live in that age where you can have a life size B- uh, BB-8 tr- rolling around. Well, the thing is, is that I like I I I don't know if I probably said this story multiple times. I'll say it one more time just for the you know give you an idea of what it was like. Uh, we were, when our honeymoon we went to Disney World and. We were at a park, and my wife had to go to the bathroom. So I was sitting there waiting for her. And the, you hear this voice go, sir, could you please throw that out? And I'm, like, looking around. I don't see anybody, right? Uh-huh. And I'm just sitting there. And then the trash can moved. Wow. You know, and it was like, sir, you – and then, like, I was wearing a, a, a Disney shirt. Right. And he, he described the shirt that I right. was wearing. So You. Like, you in the Disney shirt. Sure That's obviously a size too small. <laughs> <laughs> Back then it fit just right. I saw you drop that candy bar wrapper. Pick it up. <laughs> so he said, "Did you mind start picking this up?" So I did, and, he, and I'm like, "Was it your trash?" No, it wasn't. It was just it was just park trash. Oh. It was just like this interactive, and like I was talking to him, like, "Oh, here you go." He's like, "Well, thank you very much for for helping me out." And then all of a sudden, now like all these kids saw what was going on. Right. So now they're grabbing trash off the ground to throw it in this kid. Genie, genius. <laughs> So, you instant become Disney slaves. <laughs> what a way to cut the cost of a janitor. Exactly. But it was funny because it, it got to the point where they were finding like just junk to throw in there. Right. So the robot's like, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> it's like, that's not trash. Don't throw that out. That's not trash. That is your brother. So, the, so, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, so it actually asked me, it's like, Sir, would you mind opening this door for me so I can get in? Right. So it was away. And it, it wheeled away into this door, and I closed it. And the kids were like running up. I'm like, no, no, you can't go in. Like, like Greg, I worked like you there. You worked there. Uh huh. <laughs> and they went. We got us. We got a bunch of suckers to clean up the park area and open a door. Free service. Check. Check. <laughs> <laughs> and he paid to be there. This fucker. He, he paid us to work. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Disney's a genius. <laughs> they, are. they are geniuses. That's why we have. That's why we keep our overhead low. 
We had the general public do the work for us. And then they had uh, uh, Muppets. There was an article. There was Muppets. There was Hudson Bunny Doo and Beaker on a bike riding around the park. I remember seeing them. And they were interactive talking to people as they were riding around on the park on this bike. Yeah. All right. So it's like, that's, you know, they could do that. Imagine what they could do, like having a C-3PO and R2-D2 greeting you to come into Star Wars land and like point to different areas. Yeah. Like, you know, or, you know, having a BB-8 roll by and. You know, uh, giving you the thumbs up. A little thumbs up later thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's like, imagine, you know, more what they could do. But that's just technology that's over 10 years ago. Yeah. Like almost 11 years ago. I mean, they had then. Uh, I'm going to so have to go. I'm going to drag the, I'm going to have to drag my girl because she's, I mean, she'll, I think she'll go over the Disney princesses stuff. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the Star Wars, I'll be like, yeah, I'll be pushing, knocking her off the side going, I need to get on the Winnie Falcon. <laughs> she was like, you're in your 50s. I don't care. Shoop, 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 shoop. It reminds me of that time I was in Universal. It was the same same trip because uh, we did Disney and we did Park. And there was a Spider-Man that went running by. <laughs> and I had my video camera. And I started running after with these kids. Like, oh, I running. And my wife goes, hey, was that Spider-Man? Ed. <laughs> and that's, that's gonna be me with my girl. I mean, Stacy's gonna be sitting there going, "Hey, honey, I'm gonna be gone because I'll be chasing after BB-8." <laughs> I need a bedroom. Come on, I'm like, "Come on, can we, can we please go on the Millennium Falcon? Come on!" <laughs> She'd be like, "No, but please, I promise I'll be good all day. I'll eat my vegetables. I promise." <laughs> I'll do my chores. I promise. I'll do your chores for the week. I just want to sit in the cockpit. Come on. <laughs> you know, walk around like, you know, look, I got my hand cut off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, I'll set my, my DVR for that. Yes. All right. What else you got coming out there, Ed? Dungeons and Dragons. You remember that movie that came out? Uh, Wow, it seems like forever ago, maybe like 15 years ago, 16, 17 years um, ago. They made a couple sequels. It was yeah. really shitty with Jeremy Irons yes. and, and came, um, um, what do you call it, Marlon Wayans. Yes. Yeah. They're going to do it again. Okay. But this time they're going to do, do the, it right. Do it right, pretty much. <laughs> yes. That's how they're, that's how they're, they're, they're pronouncing the, made, they made the announcement was they, uh, Forgotten Realms, which is a, a big novel it series. It was a huge realm. Yeah. Right. And the RPG series that the people played and, and yeah. read, read about. That's the realms they're going to go after. Um, there's not much more detail than that other than uh, Dave Le- David Leslie Johnson is going to uh, write the script. He did The Conjuring 2, Orphan, Wrath of the Titans okay. uh, movies. So he's they think he's the right guy for it. And, uh, you know, who knows what characters. Dritz Warden was mentioned because he's a popular character in the Forgotten Realms. We don't know if he's going to be in it, but that could be a possibility of the, of the Dark Elf being in the movie. All right. So there you go. Uh, yeah, I'll see it. Will you? Yeah, I mean, if it if it looks good. I mean, I saw the first one. I know they made what two sequels. Yes, but they were direct to video. So well, they were they were shown on sci fi and then went to video. Yes. Yeah, so I didn't see that them at all. Um, but I definitely would if they're going to reboot the series, so to speak. Yeah, I'll give it another shot. All right. All right what else you got? Hanna Barbera. Okay. There are cartoons I mean, of uh, you know anything in our in our in the seventies and eighties. Scooby Doo, Wacky Racers, uh, the Perils of Paulina, uh, whatever. Penelope Potts Pitstop. Yes. Yes. Um, Flintstones. Flintstones. Um, we call it um, Space Ghost. Uh huh. 
Um, Yogi Bear, the Laugh Olympics. Yes. Um, one of my favorite characters, Muttley. <laughs> you know? Yes. Um, Quick Draw McGraw. Wow, yeah, okay. Uh-huh. All right, all right, all right. Well, they, they are now becoming part of the DC Universe. Uh, yeah, I saw I saw an article. Yes. I also saw an image. Yes. Scooby-Doo Apocalypse. Actually, I'm, I'm posting it right now on our Geeksters Radio Facebook page. If you haven't liked it already, kids, go ahead and like it and that's read a, the article. That's Geeksters Radio. That's right. All right. Um, yes. That, oh, that's right. Johnny Quest, Space Ghost. Yes. Uh, so they have a lot of lot of good talent. Uh, Jason Lee is going to be a part of this. Amanda Connor, Darwin Cook, Jeff Parker, Evan Doc Shiner, Shanner. It's the all stars of artists. That's right. They're they're involved in uh, creating the uh, DC Universe comic books of uh, of Hanna Barbera. I, I saw the picture of Scooby Doo Apocalypse. Yeah, I, I'm I'm, uh, and they're all like. Had it up, a- animated up. I mean, yeah. the there's the Flintstones right there. I pulled up the article on our on my uh, computer. Flintstones here. don't look too bad. Yes, I mean Barney's a little taller than he sh- in, in my eyes because Barney's supposed to be the short guy, and 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 you know, uh, I pulled up the photo of Scooby and the gang, yeah, and it's post-apocalyptic, like really shaggy with. Uh, okay, again, this is my problem with the whole hip. Like culture that's out yeah. there, because Shaggy's got what looks like to be the the standard tattoos and uh, beard, mustache, faux like the the shave sides, hair all thrown back. With basically the all, handlebar mustache, yeah. It's like I've seen a lot of male models now that you know. In my eyes, I mean, if you can't change a tire, you shouldn't have that look. Right. You know, like, uh, you know. F- Velma looks like she's flying a drone. Looks like she has yeah. a little hand. Like looks like a like a controller. She's like gonna be a, the techie, yeah. the Uber nerd. Uh, Daphne's got to be the tough chick. Look at she's holding a bazooka. Yeah, and same with Fred. He, well, he looks like he's holding oh, a flamethrower. Yeah. So, and he's got like a tribal tat on, and I'm gone. Scooby's got goggles, which I, okay. I, I like the fact that Fred still got the ascot. By yes. The way. Well, now it's probably a bandana, Better, so he yeah. can. He can throw up against his face because I'm sure at some point they'll be in a desert. So it, yeah. it's, you know, um, I I don't really know what's going on with Shaggy because he looks like he's just kind of, if I had to take a guess without knowing, I would say he'd be a magic user. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more of a scream because there's a mouth above it that you really can't see. Yeah, it. he looks like he's screaming at a ghost. Yeah. But it still has that look of like, um, uh, Beelzebub. Yeah. You know, like he's getting ready to cast a fireball. Yes. Like, with the shit. I'm trying to figure out what Scooby has on his eye. It looks like a, a lens of some kind, like a monocle. Yeah, it looks like a monocle. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, uh, all right, you know what? I Okay. So, well, I said the, the, the Flintstones, Fred, uh, Fred Tall. Let's see. Scroll down. It's, it's down. It's the other way. It's the other way. Ed. Uh, see if you can click on that one so I, you can get a bigger picture. Because I see Fred and Barney's... A little taller than he should be because he looks like he's the same size as Betty. Yeah, but he's Fred's still taller than Barney. Yeah, but and, I'm saying Fred usually well, she's leaning back because Bam Bam's pulling on her arm. There, uh, so yeah, she's I don't know. Back, I still think I, I personally think Barney's a little too tall. 
Okay. I mean, that's my person. I grew up on the cartoons. Barney was always the short, stocky guy. Yes. Fred was the big, stocky guy. Yeah. You know, like, again, when you saw the first animated, when you first saw the first live action, John Goodman and Rick Moranis. Yeah. They were size appropriate, I'm going to say. Yes. It was for a live action version of the cartoon. Barney looks like he's, you know, like, like he lo- honestly, he looks like Aquaman let himself go. <laughs> you know though the, like as you look at this picture more and more like fred and barney look more like cavemen like you know like like it's just like they're strong because they have to lift heavy rocks sure and, you sure know, they, they got muscles yeah and the dinosaurs like you have dino wrapped around fred's legs and yeah. it looks like a more like a dinosaur than that yeah yeah the annoying bark pebbles and bam bam they look okay i mean wilma and betty they're all right i mean Okay, all right, we'll see where it goes. Yes. I mean, I don't know if I'm buying any of the article, any of the comics, but okay. Well, people that want to reminisce can uh, sure can do that again. All right, what else you got? What else do I have? Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Come on, Ed, you... my papers are all askew today. Have... So here we go. Yeah, we, we were talking about Vin Diesel uh, last episode, last hour there. And, uh, you know, of course, the Triple X uh, 3 is coming out with him as right. the, you know, Xander Cage, the return of Xander Cage. But there's also another big name attached to the project as well. And the, the new Fast and Furious movie? No, no, this is Triple uh, X. Oh, who else is coming back? It's going to be Ice Cube. I'm in! <laughs> um, uh, I was really hoping he'd be in it. Yes. Because I like that movie better than the first one. I mean, they 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 say that it's not it wasn't a critical success. Actually, they consider it a flop, Triple X Two, but they don't want to forget like what happened. Like they don't want just want to, you know, like kind of ignore that happened. <clears throat> yeah, know, it was, wasn't movie. a critical success because I think it went right to video. Like I don't remember it being in the theaters. It was in the theaters oh, yeah? very shortly. Yes. Okay. Yes, it was in the theaters very very. Shortly. I like. I mean, I like that more than I like the first one. Okay. So I'm I'm very glad. I I. Honestly, if I had to pick a movie between, if I had to pick a movie starring Ice Cube or a movie starring Vin Diesel, I'm always going Cube. <laughs> always. I, I, I always liked Cube. I mean, I always thought it was kind of funny. Like, you know, there's Ice Cube, hardcore rapper, NWA, you know, you know, revolutionized the rap world. Right, right. But then it's, you know, um, well, he, when he, he, when then he, he, then he does the family comedies. Yeah. I'm like, come on. Well, they did say that when he did Triple X Two, was the fact is that <clears throat> he was building his uh, movie repertoire yeah. of, of of acting, so that way he could do more movies. So that was kind yeah. of like why he took it was just basically right. Like, but really, okay, Cube, are we there yet? <laughs> are we there yet too? <laughs> like, I can and give then the show. Uh, yeah, I mean, I well, the show he wasn't in. Yeah, he, it was no. a spinoff of the show of the movies. But my thing is, is that like, I okay, you get a couple in there, sure. To lay the track down, I mean, Friday is still a great movie. Friday after next, you know, next Friday, yeah. Friday after next, great series of movies. But still, it's in that vein of mature comedy as a hardcore rapper. And then, are we there yet? Where he plays a dad with two kids. You know, it's like, all right, you know, fine. I'll let it go. Um, but I was like, all right, I, I prefer him as, in, as an actor over Vin Diesel. Okay. So him being part of... Triple X two three triple triple X I tri- guess triple X triple X cubed, <laughs> you know. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Hey. 
get him get that little extra cube in there. That's right. You pay out. That's that, that one's also for free Hollywood. Um. So yeah, I, I, I now I'm in. Now I'm saying it. All right. Uh, a while back, we mentioned the fact that Labyrinth was going to be rebooted. Uh, uh, yes, we did mention yeah, that. And of course, with the passing of um, David Bowie. David Bowie, thank you. <laughs> it still crushes my heart every time I think about it. It crushes it so much, he forgot his name. <laughs> <laughs> I just it, I, it well up, but I can't say his name. It's, it's just so... Uh, it's, uh, it's just so hard. Wow, that sounds sarcastic. And as a Bowie <laughs> fan, I'm a little offended. Right, I'm not on. sarcastic. I'm being, I'm being honest. All right. Okay. My honest is sarcasm, apparently. Okay. Anyway, uh, they're not doing the reboot after all. Uh, uh, Perlman. Uh, Ron Perlman? No, not Ron Perlman. Nicole Perlman was supposed to read, uh, rewrite, like write this, the script for the reboot at Labyrinth. Okay. And uh, she, she got onto Twitter and said, no, that's not the case. Uh, we feel that it would be in bad taste to, uh, after... David Bowie's passing be a bad taste to try and make money off of Labyrinth. Okay, that makes happens. sense. Yeah, yeah like if you're gonna sit there and go, now that he's now that he's passed, we're gonna reboot it because to milk some money out of it. I don't. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, like I'm I'm just not really thrilled about even like even if Bowie wasn't gone and they decided to reboot the movie, like could you really go see it again? Like you know, um, I I don't know. Probably I see. I don't know because. To me, there are certain movies like, um, okay, to use Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. It's a breakfast movie that kind of molded our teenage years. Yeah. A lot of the John Hughes movies. Right. You know, 16 Candles, that generation of movies, that was our movie for our generation. Right. So I can, I, I'm almost, it's a double edged sword because I'm like, well, I don't want to see those movies be remade. Yeah, but by the same token, teenagers of this generation don't have that kind of movie. Right. So why not take from the past and keep the message the same? Yeah, but I think they should kind of rebuild upon it. Not you know. Uh... Well, you're not gonna have Breakfast Club two with the same people. I mean, obviously, because they're middle aged men. What you know, middle aged men and women. It's gonna be like Breakfast Club two, Breakfast Brunch. Breakfast brunch. Where they just, you know, they're middle age and they just continue. Hey, I'm still at school. No, uh, it's, been, like, it's been 30 years. And my kid now has detention on a Saturday. And it's it's the original people sitting around at a brunch drink, drinking mimosas and talking about their childhood. Yeah, my kid, you know, he's in detention. They go, ironically enough, all our kids are all in detention on the same day. And uh, what's uh, that about? Remember yeah. back when we did this? And it becomes like grownups, the serious version. Yes. You know, and every once in a while, flashback to the wacky conversations kids are having. You know what the problem is? I don't think there's any writer out there who's been able to definitively put a voice to this generation. Okay. As far as teen angst movies go. Because, mm. I mean, you know, there's, yeah, you have the, the Thought of Our Stars, which is a, a heartstring tugger. But it's you don't have the 16 candles. You don't have the breakfast clubs. You don't have the weird science. Right. Like, I mean, less than zero. Yeah. Like you don't have those social, like there's nothing today. I don't think that actually screams teenage angst, you know, like, yeah, but I mean, like, like, uh, I, I'm just saying, thinking though, like, is there, is it the same kind of teenage angst there was the eighties there is now? I mean, like, it's a different generation. It it is a different generation. I'm not denying that part, but I don't, 
think there's any writer out there who's able to capture that on film. Right. At least I don't know. I mean, people would say, well, the um, you know, perks of being a wallflower, maybe. Yeah. You know, the thing the thing that makes it tough is the fact <clears throat> is, is that like like when films were made in the eighties, it was more of like, well, let's give this a shot. You know, like, like right. There was more risk in There's more risk, you know, involved where they could make money off of something, and and people audiences responded like, yeah, to it. Breakfast Club was not a hundred million dollar movie, make you know, movie. It was a underperformed movie. Yeah, but it was a John Hughes movie, so no one cared. I mean, the studio was like, well, we got to put something out, and what they weren't as tracking as the where wasn't as many multiplexes. Right. And then, and then also, too, the fact is, is like, he probably made enough movie because he was able to make more movies. It wasn't like... Yeah, John Hughes was a staple in our in our You know, like, imagine, years. like, today, like, like a John Hughes, and it didn't make as much. They'd be like... It'd be his, his career be over. His career be over. There'd be no Breakfast Club. There'd be no 60 Candles, no Home Alone. Yeah. You know, like, Uncle Buck. Yeah. You know, like, come on. Like those, I don't those know were like, John Hughes made Uncle Buck, but those kind of movies. Right, like, like, like after a while, like, that genre kind of just, like... That genre died. Genre died, and but it was like like those slew of movies could keep going and going because there was an audience for it, and they right. knew it, and they would make that kind of movie, and they would make a little bit of money off of it, and they were satisfied because it wasn't a flop. You know, it wasn't right. a critical success. You're not going to see it in the in the Oscars, right? Or, but, you know, but that kind of thing. But people still talk about it decades later. Later, right? You know, you know, it's it's a staple in our in our culture. You know, right. that kind of thing. Where today it's just like it's the the fast buck, like like. Let's just do a teen comedy, or let's do right. this, it's, it's you know, the, kind of thing. This generation likes to have um, their videos and their angst projected on the YouTube, and where it's like two minutes clips at a time, and it's like, okay, here I am, and I'm on, I, I want to become a YouTube star, yeah, or a you know, um, the the way they intake entertainment is completely different than the way we did it. Mm. So it's kind of hard to how do you. How do you take that teen angst of a character, put them in a situation where they can't just stream something online? Like, like well, that's, the, the that, beauty of Breakfast Club is there was no internet, there was no cell phones. It was you know five kids stuck in a room together and all of different lifestyles and and how they interact with each other. Oh, Ed, Ed's doing the old pointing the finger. Like, let's explore this a little bit, Professor Ed, Professor Ed. I mean, you could you could do you could do a teenage movie. Imagine a, like an internet star, like you're saying, like a, a, right. a YouTuber that creates a show, like you know, and he's it's just a face of somebody, and they're talking about what's going on in their lives. You okay, know, like a vlog. Yeah, and like the movie starts out talking like it's the vlog it turns on you know you see a computer it turns on right and it's this kid talking about it right and he starts doing like a monologue like kind of thing and then all of a sudden it goes into like almost like a flashback sequence where it's the day of his life in school or you know wherever like's happening you know kind of thing right where, like the, the meat of the story happens. right so the actual performance of what he's talking about is actually happening on the film and it's that could be that like that teen angst movie like you know where it's just like he couldn't get the hot girl, the cheerleader, or you know, or, or he was being bullied because he's not the because he since he's more of a geek because he's on the he's right. on YouTube. I mean, to, in order to do the Breakfast Club today, you would have to have the nerd, the the jock, the homecoming queen, the misfit, and you know, those yeah, it was those four. Yeah, um, and they would have to be thrown into detention on a Saturday without their cell phones, without their laptops. 
you know, well, I mean, like it wouldn't need attention, but like you could do well, like 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 because you're you're the idea yeah, of them being stuck in a closed room together, right? But I mean, like you could also have them in a in a class during a during a, like a, a substitution day, you know, like a, a, the teacher is sick, so they got the sub who's like sleeping, you know, at his desk, and they're like supposed to read books, and this kid, this doc, this uh, uh, teacher's a heavy sleeper, so like all this angst could be happening in a classroom during the day. As they're stuck okay, in Okay, well, see, I, I get where you're going, but to me, the beauty of the Breakfast Club was the fact that they were in detention on a Saturday. No one wanted to be there. Right. You know, I, mean, you know, I mean, I see where you're going with it, you know, but I mean, in order to reboot something, they're going to want to keep some of the the aspects. It's going to have to be four kids at detention. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, like at this point, you can't really reboot Breakfast Club and get a movie that people will talk about in 20 years. I completely agree. Don't get me wrong. I completely 100% agree. There is nobody out there writing the voice of the teenage generation. Right. So because it is all fast paced. They get their, like, nowadays, teenagers got to go stop at a Starbucks to get their mocha latte vente, you know, and then bitch about, you know, their day. What the hell is a mocha latte vente? Who knows? Exactly. <laughs> do you go to Starbucks? Me, neither do I. So I guarantee you, somebody out there probably knows what that is. You know, it's just like. You know, that's what they do. It's like, oh, and they bitch about society in a way that no one cares about. Like, they're, you know, <laughs> it's it's all about the, like, the quick, they, they, they live in sound bites now. Yeah. You know? Well, that's the same. Like, like, like they, that was, the, like, like, that could be more the experience. Like, you almost get to see the phone. Like, people are, like, now, like, interacting with this kid that does his vlog. And they know that he does his vlog. And he, now they'll watch, like, another video of something that happened and it could be like another flashback, or it could be like, okay, all right. Uh, oh no, know, no, no! I'm like, okay, like if you're describing a movie I would never see. Okay, <laughs> just, so, you know, know. but it's just like you know, that's the thing. Like, like it's because it's not our generation, right. you know. That's the thing, and they like, but maybe kids would be a bit more into it because because that's the thing. Like, I literally like every time I go to a party or something like that, that's what kids are doing. Are sitting there in front of their phones, yeah. watching videos all day night long because that's it, or they're talking to their friends. And they're flipping through a like an iPhone, you know, going through different Instagram videos that they were doing because of snow or whatever, right. you know, like I think. So it's like, well, if you use that technology because that's a big part of their generation in the corporate into the movie, like that would probably like hook them more into the the movie itself. I guess I'm I'm more of the lines of take that take that away. So they're forced to talk to each other face to face because to me, when someone's on a phone or online, they have the benefit of anonymity. Mm-hmm. They can say whatever they want to say. They can talk about bull. They can be bullies. They can be sarky. They can be, you know, they can be the worst aspect of themselves because there's no um, consequences for their action when they're online. Okay. So if they're face to face in front of each other trying to deal with the same like how would kids today deal with face to face bullying? Okay. If they're stuck together. Right. You know, versus the the oh, I don't like this type 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 bitch 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 and then send it off because I believe that people are meaner online because they're not looking at that person in their face. You know, like when you look at somebody and you try to tell them why you don't like them or or you know, you have the jock who's, you know, pressured by his dad to do good in sports. His angst is different than the nerdy kid whose dad's trying to portion to be good in school to get a better job. It's like, 
how do those two people connect online because the nerd bitches about it, the jackal just beat up on the nerd, you know, verbally, but never face-to-face each other. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll never have that moment where the nerd could stand up to the the, the jock yeah. or the misfit to be able to have that moment like, yeah, look, he, he, he stood up for himself because online it's all like, you're a douchebag. Uh, screw you, man. There's no Danny yeah. Ma because it becomes like, well, fuck you. I'm just logging out. Right. You know, again, this generation never knows the joy of slamming a phone down. Yeah. No. <laughs> I a video like a little girl didn't know how to hang up a phone. Yeah. And I was like, like, come on. <laughs> you got any other news? Uh, you want me to do one more? Yeah. All right, let's do uh, uh, Tom Welling. Uh, played Superman or, or he was Clark, Clark Kent. Kent. He was the CW before the CW. That's right. Because it was on the Warner Brothers channel. That's right. He, That's right. If it was, I gotta be honest. If it wasn't for him, I don't think there'd be the Arrow. I don't think there'd be Flash. I don't think there'd be Supergirl. I don't think there'd be Legends of Tomorrow. A lot of people are asking if he was going to be Superman in Supergirl yeah, because yeah. we haven't seen Superman. Uh, obviously, we only saw a, a silhouette. silhouette of him in in the in the early episodes, and of no one's seen Tom Welling in, since the show's been off the air. Exactly. You know, it's been what five, six, six years, and they, they figured that he'd be the logical choice, I guess, to play Superman since he never really got to play Superman. He, you never saw him in a suit. Yes, you always saw you. The last thing you saw was him rip open his shirt and you had the S on it, but it was the Brandon Ruth colors. Yeah, because that movie was coming out. Because I would have thought like it would just be a nice segue to take him and put him into the Superman movie, but they decided not to. Yes, but uh, all right, okay. So does he have a response? Well, yes, he does. All right. He says nobody's approached him on it, and he feels that it would be kind of weird for him to play Superman at this point of his life because he's been so far removed from the show. Yeah. So the so thing. But he's actually working on another show. He's uh, He's got a CBS drama coming out called Projects uh, – uh, it's called Section 13, excuse me. And he's also executive producing this as well. So uh, for him to actually be able to do Supergirl... It would be tight for his... Sorry, scheduling tight-wise. So. Plus also competing uh, stations. Or is, no, no, I think it's on CBS, CBS right? CBS, they're both yeah, on CBS. Supergirl, okay. Yeah, so he's going to be on the same station, but you know, obviously not playing Superman. But uh, you know, as there's going to be a future episode of, of him playing... Uh, uh, not him, but uh, somebody else playing Kal-El... And it's called the for the girl who has everything. It's and he's going to play a child. It's uh, the actor's name. He's here, uh, Daniel D. Majan Miguel. Wow. Uh, Daniel. <laughs> I was waiting because I'm standing here going, just tell me his first name. All right. So it's going to be Clark as a kid. Yes. Okay. So that's 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 the when we're going to start seeing him like now, but they haven't. Uh, they they know they're going to put a Superman eventually in Supergirl. But as of right now, we don't know who it's going to be. It's not going to be Tom Allen. Uh, all right. You know what? I'm going to be honest. I'm kind of, I, I, I'm kind of in the agreeing camp for this one. It's been a long time. Now, granted, the argument can be said, um, well, Dean Cain's in the show. Yes. As her father. Right. But he's not Superman. No. Like, it'd be kind of like asking Dean Cain to strap on the suit again after so many years of not being Superman. Yeah. Um. He probably would because he seems like that kind of guy. Like, sure, I'll do it with that. Yeah. Like, you know, but Tom, I, I, I like, okay, Smallville has a, a, will always have a special place in my heart because it was the show my mom, my sister, and myself watched. It was family time. Yeah. You know, my mom was a huge Superman fan. So she passed away before the final season. All right. So it was kind of like 
Oh, bittersweet. I mean, I have the whole DVD box set. It's gorgeous. I've, I've yeah, shown it to you. Yeah. Um, to have him come back, I don't know. Like, I would rather see him come back as like a secondary character, not as Superman, but as like like how Dean Cain's on the show as her father, right? Like how they did with Flash. You know, like honor the old crew. Like her mom's played by Helen Slater. She played Supergirl in the movie. Yeah. Like have Tom Welling come back in as maybe like a Doctor Swan kind of character. Right. Like you had when you went they did with Christopher Reeve for mm-hmm. Smallville. Yeah. Like have that kind of passing the torch like you know, of him being like a like I said, like a Doctor Swan, not not in the wheelchair type thing, but somebody who knows just as much about Krypton as anybody else. Right. But I mean, granted they kinda have the whole um government thing going on. Yeah. So they kinda know enough, but I, I would like to see him in some capacity, but not as not in the suit. Right. I'm okay with them. I thought what they did was smart was that when she does talk to Clark, it's online. Mm-hmm. Again, going back to the how, you know, our lives are different than like back then. Back yeah. then, yeah. like have her being able to chat with him, you know, to kind of talk about problems. I mean, again, the only problem is is that, you know, there's the hackers. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but the idea of, of you can have Superman on the show as Clark and never see his face because he's having those conversations with her online. Right. And it's usually just more like a, hey, I saw what you did, good job. So he's, it, there is like this this feeling of him in the show. Yeah. But without seeing him, or when you do see him, I'm okay, I'm okay with the whole, there's a, the sun's behind me, so his face is blurred out. Yeah. Because it, it, it's not Superman. It's called Supergirl. She's the star. Right. The moment you have Superman walk on, it stops being her show and starts being his show. Right. You know, so I, 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 I don't think they should have Superman at all. I don't in think the there's show. a need. I mean, I think. I've been watching the show since, you know, like, I, I know I've watched the show more than you have now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'm just going to wait for a DVD and just binge yeah. watch the whole thing. Uh, we call it Who Plays Allie McBeal? What the hell's her name? God, I can't think of her name right Clissa now. Clissa Flockhart. Clissa Flockhart. She, I never thought I would love her ever. I didn't watch Allie McBeal ever. Yeah. And I, we talked about it. The only thing, good thing in my eyes that came out of that show was Lucy Liu and the, dancing, and the Dancing Baby. You know, but her on that show, she is fucking brilliant. She's funny. She's sassy. She's everything you want in like a woman CEO. Yeah. And almost like a mentor towards Supergirl and way attitude. Like when she's on screen, I'm captivated by her. Right. Like I am literally like, oh my God, I can't wait for those scenes because she's so awesome. Right. You know, so it's it's one of those like, you know, it's one of those like shows where it's just getting stronger as it goes. Like they actually had the white Martian on the last episode that I saw. Mm. And they talked about, you know, John Jones's past and you're like, and it made Martian it. Manhunter. Yeah. Well, sorry. You know, I know it's John Jones, right. Martian Manhunter. He said white Martian. Well, yeah, because the white Martians, John Jones's March nemesis. He was on the show. Oh, okay. That's, you know, <laughs> again, if you watch the show, you would enjoy. I'm not really a DC guy anymore. Really? Yes. I, all right. I just kind of stepped away and, and, after seeing Man of Steel, kind of made it easier to... You're kidding. No. Really? Yeah. Because, again, you know, the thing is, the beauty of it is the, the TV show, because it's separate from the movies, I have no problem with it. I, to me, it's all superhero stuff. It's fun. Yeah. Like, I mean, to, to have John Jones, Martian Manhunters, Nemesis, the White Martian, yeah. on Earth, looking to hunt and kill the last Martian, and to see his backstory was very emotional especially because of the history. It was very death camp, Nazi Germany kind of vibe to it. Mm. 
And it was like, and the sympathetic feeling that you had for John Jones, why he doesn't use his powers and things like that. And right. you're like, oh my God, it actually makes sense. Like, and he wound up being like a better character. Like every time he turns into John Jones, I'm like, oh, shit's going to go off now. Because my dad, him and I watch, and it's like that fun show that we watch together. Mm. And when they were, I said, oh my God, Martian Manhunter is that? Like, that had no, no idea who he is. I'm like, Martian Manhunter is the kind of guy you don't want to fuck with ever. Mm. Like, I don't, you know, the, you know, I don't collect his comic books, but every time I watch the Justice League cartoon show, he's a guy, he's like, he can kick Superman's ass. Yeah. You know, he can kick anybody's ass, but he chooses not to. He's very, like, I don't want to kill you at all. Like, I don't want to do anything. Leave right. me alone. You know, he'd rather just be, you know, who he is and hide. And to see him on the show, and like, but every time he changes, I'm like, oh, shit's going to happen now, what? <laughs> you know? Because it gave him all the powers, the, sh- the shape-shifting, the flying, the, the we call it the tele, you know, the... the... You're too late for that. <laughs> <laughs> shit's going down now, what? Shit's going to go down. Yo! Martian man out in the house. John Jones, what up? Yo, yo. <laughs> JJ into his house. So anyway, you know, so like, but when Clarissa Flockhart comes, I'm like, oh my god, she's amazing. Like, I didn't think she was that good an actress at all in Ally McBeal, but again, I've never watched the show, so it's kind of like, eh, she just never popped. But like every time she's, I'm every time, um, we call Kira's in in the office building. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm looking to see Clarissa Flockhart. I'm actually looking forward to her scenes. Yeah. That's how good she is. She steals the show every time she's on the screen. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought she was a good character, you know, in in the show, right? Because it's, it's one of those characters you <clears throat> you you love to hate or or you know or enjoy, you know, how either yeah. way you look at it. But he's, she's the, she's that 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 presence in the show that gives you going goosebumps one she, way or another. For me, she's the 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 person in the show that people are gonna. She's the the famous person out of all these people. Yeah. Like she's she would be like um, John Schneider for Smallville, you know, like the guy you go, John Pa Kent. Oh, okay. Did, did you forget that he was on the show? Yes. Okay. No, no, I didn't forget he's on the show. I just when you said John Schneider, I thought somebody else. Okay, Bo Duke. <laughs> no, no. Are you thinking Rob <laughs> Schneider? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to say because it it's gonna be stupid. The guy, no, tell me, that's the whole point of the show. We're morons. Go ahead. Who'd you think it was? <laughs> Schneider from One Day at a Time. <laughs> you know he just passed away not too long ago too. <laughs> Schneider. <laughs> well, you know Superman. <laughs> Let me fix that pipe for you. <laughs> <laughs> Our problem is, I think only you and I are the ones who get that joke. <laughs> that, that that image of Schneider just not. Gonna... What's up? I mean, I'm here to clean your pipes for you. <laughs> With the cigarette in his sleeve and the tool belt on and the big porn stash. <laughs> you know, Mister Romano, I'll, I'll clean those pipes for you. If you know uh, what I mean. Uh? <laughs> <laughs> Completely different show. <laughs> All right. On that note, I think we're going to call it a night. All right. All right. So you've been listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, 
TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. And don't forget, while you're at it, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters or Instagram at Geeksters Radio. And don't forget, if you want to hear the rebroadcast of this show in bite-sized form, you can download the podcast version of this, where we give you a little, a little bit extra, a little bit extra for downloading it. See what I'm saying? A little intro, a little outro, maybe a couple news articles. A little bonus here and there. Yeah. You know, a little wacky stuff going, oh, I forgot to mention this on the show kind of stuff. Yes. Um, you can download, you can hit the About section on our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio. And then, <laughs> I figure I try to slip a little bit on that. Geeksters Radio. So yeah, Geeksters Radio, and uh, I figure we'd do this, Geeksters Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Through our Facebook, hit the About section, we can download the podcast. Either if you haven't decided to go to our webpage, wordswithgeeks.com, or on iTunes. It is free, so... Come replay the laughs. You can also, if you're a Google user, you can also download any podcast app, search for Geeksters, and we'll be there for you. Oh, my God. Now I turn into Axl Rose. <laughs> Look at that. My mic stand is completely off the table, and I'm holding it, and I feel like I should run around going, Welcome to the jungle! We got fun games! <laughs> I was thinking of Freddie Mercury. Oh, that's a good one, too. Yeah, yeah Freddie Mercury's way better. <laughs> <laughs> we are the champions, my friends. <laughs> that's the worst impression you've ever done. I've never said I was good. I've never said I could do Freddie Mercury. That's not even that's part obvious. Of, yeah, that's not even part of my vocabulary. All right, so we'll see you next week, folks. Bye. Oh, wait, by the way, if you do want to contact Ed oh. on anything you've seen or heard, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And now we'll see you next week. Bye. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. All right, so... uh there you have it. That was the news. But wait, there's more. Ooh. All right. Ed's got to now, for some reason, wasn't prepared when we were taking the little pause. Well, I was thinking of two articles, but I, I'm just, okay, well, I think we're going to stick with this one, I we'll, think. We'll see where this article goes. Maybe we can throw in a second one if it's if it's me just doing one of those, like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> so it's it's more Star Wars news. Oh. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. And I'm, there's, I get a feeling since they're doing a movie every year, every episode is going to have a Star Wars article. Especially <laughs> the more and more information gets out, they're like, "Hey, might as well just call it Geeksters, the Star Wars edition." That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to do a separate podcast, just Star Wars stuff. <sighs> Wait a minute, that's like no. We, uh, I'm always whatever the other one does. Do that. we have any? Do we? Do we have two? Do you have time for two podcasts? No. There you go. All right. Sometimes I don't have time for this one. No hope for us. <laughs> yes. Everyone's like, oh, man. <laughs> well, What's this article? We earlier, we reported a while ago that, that they were going to do a movie every year until like they couldn't make movies anymore, basically, Disney, right. for Star Wars, because they you know, were um, you know making a lot of money off of it. Right. They basically said, as long as we can, we're going to make... Right. So basically, what they're but they're they're not confirming that they're going to do one every year, but they have five in, on slated already for the next five years, and obviously uh, the next movie is going to be Rogue One, uh, right? In which which we we talked about, I think in length enough, <laughs> and then the the other four. Wait, let me guess. Okay, well obviously, Episode Eight, Nine. Yes, so there's two. Rogue One, that's three. Uh-huh. The Han Solo prequels. Yes, that's four. Um, and you said there was five? There's a five, yes. Um, aren't they doing like a Boba Fett spinoff? That's the one. Oh, look at me. Yeah. Oh, hit hard with the hit hard with the no brainers. Yes. 
So uh, as as far as they, they, they that's that's their productive right now for the next five years in doing movies. Uh, but Boba Fett's not the only one. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. <laughs> yes. Boba Fett is not really uh, in total any type of production, but the other four are in some kind of production as, right. as we go. The Boba Fett is more like a hey, we're going to do Boba Fett, and yeah. then then we have you know time. What they'll probably do is. If I was Disney, and since the Marvel collective universe is working well for them, mm. oh God! Oh, hello! <laughs> it's all night, folks. It's all night. Oh God! It smells. Oh, oh. I hope that came over the mic. <laughs> if it didn't, it's you oh. farted again, and it's oh my God! Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I would call that a oh particular God. bouquet. <laughs> it's a, a nineteen. It's a 2016 Cabernet <laughs> with a hint of chocolate <laughs> and chicken, <laughs> barbecue chicken. Bitch, uh, oh. I, can, I can distinctly taste the sharpness of provolone, <laughs> the sweetness of barbecue sauce, and the the um, the breading of the chicken. Of the sandwich I ate earlier, I would say that is a four-hour vintage. <laughs> oh man! Oh god! <laughs> the smell is horrible, folks. That's horrible. right. You you come to Gleeksters for the class. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, the low class that it is. Um, I'm sorry. Now I completely forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> We're talking about Star Wars. Oh, movies. <laughs> I, th- I think what they're going to do is they're going to throw the Boba Fett character into the Han Solo mm. prequel to kind of taste your buds a little bit, kind of yeah. going, "Hey, here's Boba Fett." What, what, what? You find out like so that when the episode of Empire Strikes Back comes out and you see Boba Fett, they're they're going to want to have a deeper history between the two of them. Yes, like like. I'm gonna guess at some point in time Ed's, Ed's blinking. I think I think he's about to pass out. <laughs> if, if, I'm if, trying to get my eyes not to water. <laughs> I think what they're gonna do is remember the scene in Empire Strikes Back mm-hmm. where Han is goes out with the, the garbage. You know, unhooks. You know, he's attached to the Star Destroyer. Right, right. And he, and he, he floats uh, away with the garbage. He floats away the garbage, and um, the slave, slave one's one. in there too. I get a feeling at some point in either the Han Solo movie. Or the Boba Fett movie because I'll probably throw the young Han Solo in that too. Yeah, there's going to be a moment where Han Solo gets away from Boba Fett doing that same trick, so that way in Empire Strikes Back, that's the reason why Boba Fett knows to do that because he's seen Han do it before. before right, or he oh. figures out how he did it before. Yeah. Right, uh-huh. yeah. uh huh. See, yeah. right now someone is going, "Oh my god, that's genius! Write that down! Write that down!" We didn't have that plan, but that's a really good idea. That ties in the prequel to the movies. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, well, I, 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 it's not the other article I was talking about, but did you hear that they're delaying episode eight? To Christmas of this year. year uh, next year. Of next year, yeah. yes. All right. <laughs> I, I, I think from what I understood, it was supposed to be um, they're making minor changes to the script. I, I personally well, think he's rewriting the script. The director is rewriting the script as we speak on it, and he, he, there's there's some more things that he wants to add and change and well, make the uh, newer characters more prominent in this movie. Uh, see, you know, I heard. Well, okay, this is maybe my new characters. You mean like Finn, Ray, and Poe? Correct. Yes. Okay, 
because I heard, and again, I don't know how factual this article was, mm. but apparently the article read to me was that because of the popularity of these three new characters, they wanted to change the script for the second, you know, part eight to involve them more rather than bring in other new characters. Right. Like it was supposed to be like, um, these three were supposed to help launch the new trilogy and bring other people in, but because of the popularity of Finn and Ray and Poe, they're like, oh, well, we're going to just redo the script and make these three guys more prominent in the script right. rather than, you know, zip off onto, you know, some other character, introduce a new character, like how they did with Lando Calrissian in Empire. Mm-hmm. Maybe there was like a Lando Calrissian esque character in, in the second one, in episode two, episode eight, eight. sorry. That was gonna be like, oh, here's a new guy, you yeah. know, and you're gonna go, oh, that's awesome, but you know, I think they're, yeah, whatever. I don't know how factual it is. Um, it doesn't matter, right? I'm still gonna be there, right? We're still gonna be there. Yeah, still gonna be there for episode eight. So I'm like, whatever. If it's gonna be in May, it's gonna be Christmas. Eh, it's all right. Now the, the the article did mention the fact that they think that Rogue One will be just as doing just as well as Episode Seven's doing right now. In terms of money, you think? Yeah, I mean, I me no, I, that's what the article says. I well, I'm, I, have I'm, I'm diff- a, I have a different view of that, you know. Well, I'm I'm, I'm going to ask. Uh, I think it's I think it's going to be a money maker. I'm, I, I think it's going to. Do, it's not going to be hitting the two billion mark, like, right. like uh, Force Awakens has hit. Yeah, so I, I think it's going <coughs> to be up there, but I don't think it's going to be. It'll be uh, it'll probably bring in two hundred million. Right, it's going to be a positive. It's not going to lose money on on this right. film, but. Especially, I, I did read an article that because it's a prequel, it's, you know, the lead up to episode four, like the whole, mi- that Vader's going to be in it. Mm-hmm. And that somebody said, since they're filming it now, the Vader scene, or at least how it was described since they're getting ready to film it or whatever, mm-hmm. that the Vader scenes are brutal. Yes. You know. I've heard that as well. So it's like. I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, as long as James Earl Jones, you know is still kicking with us get him in studio now and just say a bunch of lines and just pull out the ones you need you know (laughs) well you know i I, i've you know going along those veins you know like you do you ever remember the chad vaders on youtube yeah Yeah. he actually has done a lot of voiceover work for darth vader in video games i saw that article (laughs) i thought that was interesting i'm like really i'm like and i'm like it makes sense because he does sound pretty close yeah you know like not exact obviously but you know it'd be interesting it's like if if we lose james Earl Jones, maybe chad vader will be the new voice but it also brings hope to us too like we can perfect the voice like i can do goofy maybe one day someone will tap me to do goofy (laughs) (laughs) i just need to do a video series Uh (laughs) hey everybody It'd be goofy reenacts famous movies. There you go. <laughs> you come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding. <laughs> you do not ask for a favor. You ask for vengeance. <laughs> 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 Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> I think a new internet, new internet star is born. I think just do new videos. Just <laughs> we're just gonna take video clips and we'll just I'll just voice, voice over. Delvet, yeah. <laughs> Stop goofy into it. <laughs> Together we can rule the universe. Who <laughs> 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 never told me the odds? <laughs> 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 oh, 
my god, now I'm stuck in a loop. Oh no. I'm a Jedi like my father before me. <laughs> oh my god. You can't win, Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Do something for Shawshank. <laughs> Andy Dufresne who swam through a mile of shit. <laughs> Andy Dufresne was a friend of mine. <laughs> oh no! Oh my god! <laughs> Ezekiel, <laughs> the path of the righteous man is beset beside thee. <laughs> and you know my name is the Lord <laughs> when I lay my vengeance upon thee. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. All right, anyway, sorry. <laughs> Had to get it on my system. All right. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, uh, all right. Um, what else you got there in the news? Oh, uh, well. Let's go. Let's grab another one. We'll we'll on this one. This one I thought was very interesting because. Oh, let me, hold on. Let me get my, my interesting pose. Oh. Rub my chin. Hmm. Yes, Ed? Avatar 2 has got delayed again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they were <clears throat> they were projecting for. Um, a release of uh, Christmas of 2017. Well, fuck that. You got you know Star Wars coming out right. now, so Avatar went fuck that. We're backing off. <laughs> so we're we're now looking at 2018 at the earliest. Summer of 2018 is the earliest release date for Avatar 2. Now James Cameron has said that he's going to do two, three, and four all together, all together, shoot them all like uh, sequentially right away, and right. then release them one year at a time. For each movie, see the thing is, what I'm interested in is because if you go to Disney and in Animal Kingdom, they're making Avatar Land, oh. so they're building all that. They're they're working on Avatar. Does Disney own Avatar? Well, they've signed a they signed over. Hold on, you have Avatar, don't you? No, yes, you, don't. you do have Avatar. Yes, yes, all right, I'm going to go over to the Ed. You you keep talking, and okay. I'm going to go over and and see who owns Avatar. All right, so as as he's doing that. James Cameron is having a problem though writing the movies uh, because he wants to sequentially put them together, and uh, the scripts he has right now are uh, separate to each other. Okay, so he's trying to find a way to to link them all together. Correct. Because the story of Pocahontas needs a sequel. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why does everybody go to Pocahontas for that one? Because it is a, a stranger in a strange land falls in love with the you know the daughter who's not who teaches him the way of the world. Yeah, and it's it's the wind beneath my wings moments. It's yeah. like this is how the universe works here. This is you have to be one with nature. Yeah, and it's Pocahontas. Twentieth um, Century Fox owns it, at least yeah. the first Avatar. So, well, it's the same same deal as, as Star Wars. I mean, yeah, Star Wars they did the Star Wars ride in in. Uh, at Disney, I mean, Fox was owning it at the time, so they probably signed a deal with him. But they were going to make this whole land just for Avatar because of how how imp- popular. I mean, the movies, you know, billions and billions of dollars. Yes, you know. So I, mean, I still haven't seen it yet. Really? Yes. God, we're gonna have to watch this. <laughs> you know what? Okay, that uh, that's probably the reason why you don't get the the. the Pocahontas stuff because you haven't seen the movie. Yeah, when you watch it, you go, it's it's about in like 
nature versus machines. No, I, I, I get that. I've seen enough of clips, clips and stuff, and and, and interviews and and talking about Avatar that I understand that people talk to me about Avatar. She's like, oh, you haven't seen it? it's about this, blah blah right, blah. Right, right, right. And you go to the thing, and then you watch like uh, vignettes of it, and, yeah. and I understand. So I get the concept. I haven't because the people are going, they're mesmerized by this movie. Like they go, you haven't seen it, you're going to be blown away by watching this <laughs> film of of the visual effects. How long of ago it. was that? Probably when the movie came out, like after, like, yeah, because I'm, I'm going to say because I watched it recently. Like, like people even like that, like to me are not moviegoers that like I talk to, and they mention like I'll talk about films, and they're like, "Oh, did you see Avatar?" And they're like, "No," and you're like, "You're crazy!" Like it's like, "What do you mean you didn't see The Godfather?" Like, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, because uh, <laughs> yeah, there's certain movies I still haven't seen, like you know, like ET. Like people are. So Shocked. Oh, dude, we're going to have to go down that lane of going, okay, Ed, what movie have you not seen? And I'm just going to bring it over. <laughs> I, it's been ages since I've seen E.T., so I mean, yeah. it, it'd be like watching it again for the first time. <laughs> um, I don't think, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't think Avatar is going to have the same impact today as it did when it first came out. Because I watched it recently. Like My girl's a huge fan of Avatar. Mm. And it wasn't a movie in my collection. It just wasn't, you know. Um, then it came out because like, there was like that whole. They did an extended edition that they released back in the theaters, and right. then they and released the, it on DVD. I had like the, the Blu-ray. Yeah, and then they came out with like the. Th- I have the because um, it's me, the three disc, you know, the extended cut, and then with the the shit ton of bonus stuff like how we made Avatar, blah right. blah blah, and it's a mo- almost a movie of itself. I remember watching it because it's my girl's favorite movie. And I'm like, you know what? I should at least have that in my collection because it, I do remember enjoying the movie. Mm. Um, and I watched it again. I watched the extended cut. And I'm going, all right, it's it's still a good, it's, it's a good movie for what it is. Yeah. But I don't think if you've never seen it and you watch it today, I don't think it's going to have the same kind of, oh, my God, that was brilliant. Because right. you're not going to be seeing it in 3D. You're not going to have that. I mean, the colors alone are just stunningly beautiful. Yeah. But you're going to be like, oh, okay. It's good. I guarantee you at the end, you're going to be like, okay, so I saw it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. And you'd be like, okay, now I get all the wide. They're going to kind of cause it that. Right. You know? So, uh, yeah, all right. You know? So, there you go. So, I mean, 2018, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's the thing. I mean, like, I, I feel like, like, at this point, Cameron's kind of screwing people with, with these movies because it's just like you get to a point where you, you wait so long that it's just like, why go see it or why, you know. Well, okay, the movie came out in 2009, so 2018 would be nine years later. Yeah. You know, so you're like, and I know he's always been like, okay, well, what's coming out tomorrow? How are we going to do films tomorrow? And I want to use that technology. Right. He's, because- he's also, that's the same. He was also developing new, more new new more new technology to film this film. Right, but I think the problem is is that a lot of that technology is maybe already out there. Well, that's the thing, too. I mean, like, you know, like when, when Star Wars was, was being made, the original trilogy was being made, Lucas was making equipment, basically yeah. building the cameras yeah. to, to use for these films because he was there was a certain vision he had in the head and the cameras that they used at the, de- at the, te- of the day were not good enough, so he developed his right, own. Right, you system. had to. Right. A lot of the, a lot of the animation and stuff. You right. had to, he created a lot of that. That and that's and that's the thing. Like like, but like there was a point that it's like he filmed it, you know. And it's just like now I know he wants to go back and redo it, like he did with the special editions. And I'm sure there's times he looks mm. at it and goes, "I could done, I've kind of done, done this better. I've could have, you know, 
worked on this a little bit more if I had more time, you know, and 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 developed it. But you you now have the original series where you, we remembered as kids, you know, saying, right. well, at least we got it on film for once, and of course right. now we want to see it again in the original setting. But I mean, I, I think like the problem is is like um, there's that red camera, mm-hmm. um, but the the company's red that. James Gunn's going to be using for Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yeah. That's supposed to be the most current, up-to-date, high-tech camera out there. Right. So if Cam- if Cameron's trying to create the next camera, that's... I mean, I, I don't know how he's going to do it. Like, I don't know what else... I guess, obviously, we're not in the movie industry, so we don't know what what, what the next thing is. Well, I mean, it can, can you imagine, like, you know, 1977 or 1980 developing Star Wars no, and, like, and, yeah. and, and putting technology out there that might not work? Like, I, you know, it spent, like, months and months yeah. building this device, and then all of a sudden you're filming it, you're using it for and, the first time? Well, it's, what do you call it? Um, the whole argument back then was, you know, creating, um, what do you call it? Um, Yoda. Yeah. Would a puppet work on film right. as a secondary character? Who's would he be believable enough? Right, and like you had to kind of like if you look at Yoda now from back then, hey, he still works a little bit. But right. you go, I know it's a puppet. I know it's Frank Oz doing the voice. Right, where now you see if you when you see Yoda, he's a computer animated guy. You go, yeah, it's not the same. Like he yeah. looks more fake there than he did back then. Man, right. You know, because there was like that person with his hand up his ass gave him a soul and gave him like, like a, like a feeling to it, a texture. I just like how you just simplify it up and got his hands up his ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Simple terms, but it worked. Yeah. You know, and you just like I, you suspend that disbelief because you're gonna. It's because of of Mark Hamill's acting and and the setting and what he's the words that he's telling you. You go. I don't care that this is coming out of a puppet. Like, it, it, it works. Right. And then when you have, you know, Alec Guinness come in as the ghost and they're talking and there's, like, you you get sucked into that moment. hmm So, I, you know, I mean, it's... Nowadays, it'd be all CGI or, or you know, motion capture. Mm-hmm. You know, which still has me. Andy Serkis is, is a, a, a legend now at this point, mm-hmm. going back to being Gollum, you know? So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess. Imagine that. I mean, Lord of the Rings. I mean, like, if that didn't work, that technology, yeah. you know, doing that kind of thing on film, doing, you know. Like, like taking that kind of a gamble with that kind of finance. I mean, because you knew there was people out there, like, with, the, with Star Wars just going, that's not going to work. And Luke is having to kind of sell the idea and going, no, it'll work. You have, you have to trust me. Yeah. Well, that's the part. That's the problem. We're putting millions of dollars into a guess. Yeah. You know, that's why Cameron's got to be doing it himself because no one wants to take that gamble. Right. right. You know? But I think at this point, you know, you figure he's... he's, he's... All right. I never would have considered James Cameron a visionary in far as far as film. Like, mm. okay, Terminator was good. Aliens was probably the best. That's, you know, the series mm. so far. Titanic, okay, Juggernaut. You know, mm-hmm. as far as, but it was a love story, and let's face it, you sat two and a half hours to watch that boat sink. Right. It was the characters, you're like, all right, you know, draw me like your French girls. Yeah. Like, all right, you know, you had to focus something around, but you, the reason why you're there is for the spectacle of seeing that boat sink. sink. Yeah. You know, and then with Avatar, it's like, it was, and there wasn't many IMAX theaters at the time, I don't think, mm. but it was like an IMAX 3D, and with the colors, it's James Cameron, the visionary director. You know, 
I think Robert Zemeckis, I think, is more closer to being a visionary than 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 Cameron. Robert Zemeckis, the guy who gave us Back to the Future, he was Spielberg was the first guy to kind of use that that hey how to f- they had to redefine redesign how to get the same person on the screen more than once. Yeah. So they had to redo stuff that they had to create stuff with that. Robert Zemeckis worked way. I think he did more for motion capture in the beginning than anybody else because the what's that the train the Polar Express mm. Beowulf. Mm. You know, I mean, you know, um, the Christmas Carol, the Disney Christmas Carol with yeah. Jim Cameron. Yeah. Cameron. I mean, with Jim, Jim Carrey. They all seem to be more leaps and bounds than Cameron just kind of taking. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, it wasn't like everyone was walking around. They were all motion captured too. Mm. But I think Zemeckis did it first. Yeah. And Cameron just found a way to kind of push it a little more. Right. Improve upon it. Yeah. And yeah. that's kind of, I think, where. We need somebody to follow Cameron at that point because sooner or later, I mean, like, okay, yeah, it's we're looking at 2018. He says he's got three more movies, mm-hmm. so that gives us to you know 2021, mm-hmm. 2021. All right, what's going to happen after that? Like, I don't know how old Cameron is, so I don't know. Like, I guess he's trying to squeeze it all in just yeah. in case. But, but that's the same. I mean, like you know, I mean, people people have asked him, and I know he was he was in his office, and they like it was a while ago we reported it that uh, Cameron was working on it, and they showed he was showing what he was doing, and it was just like, yeah, it's kind of worth the wait. But it's just like, how much weight can you have like in a movie? Like you know, like after a while, like I remember when when Entourage was on TV, and then the movie came out, and it's just like uh, that show ended a while ago. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know, and you feel like. You should have captured that when the season finale ended, you yeah. know, series finale like, ended. I saw the movie, and I said that in my review. It was like, it felt like it would have been great to have it like come out the following year. Yeah. But now I just felt like I'm going, I have no connect to these guys anymore. Right, because you, you lost touch because you were not watching the show on a regular basis or going, oh, I miss those guys. Yeah. You know, you go, oh, they're, they're back. <laughs> yeah. What were they doing again? <laughs> so... That's uh, that's the nerd news I have of bonus material for you. So, oh, that's no problem. Um, well, that's good. I learned something today. Um, thanks for listening. And if you want to catch the show live, you can on Sunday nights from six to nine thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and our Heart Radio. Just search Aquanet Radio. Those apps. Both our voices are kind of mellowed out. Yeah, like this, this episode is more like we sound more professional. <laughs> <laughs> a whole new world <laughs> bring us back to reality All right. bring us back down to earth <laughs> <sighs> sorry um, don't forget go to our Facebook page Geeksters Radio and give us a like follow us on Twitter at Geeksters or Instagram at, at Geeksters Radio and if you want to tell Ed anything or make a suggestion or tell him what a fine job he's doing, you can, tell, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you want to thank Sean for all the laughs you, he's brought us over the years and future, future laughs he's going to bring you, you can contact him at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. I feel like it's like, a, like one of those, like, and now Sean goes off into the pasture. <laughs> Just let's follow his career. He's going to run off into the sunset. The way you said that was like, you want to thank Sean for all the last he's given you over the years? 
Like it's like he's getting replaced next week, folks. Am, am I getting retired? <laughs> you know, yes. Times are hard over geeks. We're downsizing, so one of us has to go. And since you don't know how to push the buttons, you're out. <laughs> I found a Mexican that was cheaper. See, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Geeksters. <laughs> I I brought my I brought my brother Chico. <laughs> Eduardo here is kind enough to pick us up at the Home Depot. <laughs> I could do funny voices too. <laughs> a caramba. Do an Antonio Banderas. I, I am Antonio Banderas. <laughs> see, it works. <laughs> All right, folks, we'll see you next week. Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! Boo!